time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. Welcome, welcome. How do you do? <laughs> welcome to the Gore and More podcast uh, with a big, bad uh, Beatle twist this week. <laughs> you got us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're doing a little bit of a pod swap here with our Project Louder colleagues. Uh, I am your host, Cam the Man Lee. I am here with Nick himself, Reese. <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> and himself, Ryan Lockard. Uh, Hi, TJ. Vision. Open up that private chat again, and I don't know if I'll be able to do the podcast <laughs> no it, i tried closing it it just was like oh okay you, you want to dip out of the meeting gotcha you're out, you're out. <laughs> okay sorry but i'm it here just decided I'm to mute you for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> see how we're doing a little bit of a pod swap this week so we're hanging out we sat down uh separately and safely and watched the Monster Squad from 1987, well, uh, which is one of my absolute favorite movies. And I know no one knew that when we were going into the swap. No, no not at all. <laughs> not until afterwards, you were like, jerking off over Well, you've it. seen the movie, right? And he went, no. Well, Ryan at least had, and I was like, it's been like yeah. 12 years since I've seen it. You were like, dude, I've watched this movie every night since I was like 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, it's the only way you can get hard anymore. I've been, I've been really over here a lot. I've never seen you watch this or mention it to me once. <laughs> you stayed in hotel rooms a ton, and I never saw you whip out your copy of Monster Squad. <laughs> I carried it with me everywhere. Right. I don't know how you missed it. <laughs> so yeah, for you guys who aren't familiar backpack, with us, one for use, one's framed. Uh, always. <laughs> for you guys who aren't familiar with us, we are the Big Bad Beetle Bros. Uh, we already introduced ourselves, but... Uh, we're participating in the pod swap because why the fuck not? We well, watch you see, what now. happened was we we I thought that it was like a designated driver thing, right? So I was like, okay, I'll I'll put our keys in this bowl with other keys. It's got a fob on it. I know which one it is. We'll be good. In fact, TJ had other plans. He was like, all right, bro, I'm gonna pass the bowl around, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. Like, are we gonna drive each other's cars? And then he was like, no, it's like a swingers party. I'm like, oh, so we're fucking each other? And he was like, no, no. No, no. We're doing each other's do podcast. I'm like, well, that's about ten thousand percent less sexy. So here we are. <laughs> we work with what we got. Yeah. <laughs> we make do. It is what we do. <laughs> so before we get into anything too much, we're going to do the little slice of life and uh, dive uh, into uh, what's been going on with our week. So, uh, Nick, do you want to jump in? What have you been up to? Oh, do I want to start? Do I want to start with the week that I've had, which thankfully you were around for it. So it wasn't absolutely awful. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't completely terrible. Um, you know, it only started off with watching um, the Chiefs uh, get curb stomped um, by Tom Brady. Uh, so well, I got was there a game this weekend? I don't by know. Crying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then proceed to get snowed in immediately afterwards <laughs> and not able to really do much um so really everything i did was probably in the weekend probably before this week started uh 
getting like the Warhammer stuff built with Alex, which I got my town Ooh. commander finally done. Ooh. Uh, oh, look at that bitch. Yeah. A little closer. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. It hasn't been painted at all yet. Uh, <laughs> so that was, it was basically about it. And then just kind of figuring out that my, uh, my car is not going to start until I, uh, here, I'll, I'll pour one out for you, Nick, right here in my lap. Yeah. Just, um, <laughs> I was really hoping the cap was actually on that, right? It, but yeah, so uh, basically this week has been uh, trapped in my apartment, <laughs> hiding from the snow and trying uh, <laughs> to get this car taken care of. And I can't even have AAA take it in until tomorrow. <laughs> I called in. They were like, yeah, man. Uh, so all of our toe spots are full. You're going to probably have to wait until tomorrow. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Looks out patio oh, window at the fucking yeah. blizzard. Wonder I what mean, happened. <laughs> yeah, it does make sense because uh, as somebody who has had to actually drive into work early in the morning and like, you know, during rush hour. Uh, I've been waking up from, at the same time. It's, I just, like I've leave. seen tons of wrecks, like more wrecks than I see on average per year in just this week alone. And it's yeah. Wednesday. I'm, yeah. I'm positive. I mean, uh, Cameron, when... When you and I uh, ran to Price Shopper the other day to like, so I could like pick up groceries, so I didn't starve to death in my oh, house. That's cute. You didn't tell me about uh, that. <laughs> I was say there was fire <laughs> trucks rolling down the highway and everything the entire time <laughs> while we were out there. I was like, man, the sky's falling. Nicholas Cage was driving a limo <laughs> down the highway. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, it was, yeah, it was a little that's rough. About, about been my week. So, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, what have you been up to? I know weather wise. We've all kind of been doing the same shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, ooh, so I guess this is of all the weeks for us to be forced to uh, talk about our mundane, horrible, pitiful existences. Uh, this is probably a decent one because I have it's just a like shit's happened. And a cup of tea. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm in a recliner. All right. So maybe I'm projecting. Sue me. <laughs> sue me. But sue me. Uh, <laughs> so. Monday, first day of the shit show of the snowstorm and everything. There is a car. I'm, I'm driving down 71. For those of you who don't know, 71 is a road that exists. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm in the far right lane because Zeke Kyle, apparently, or I guess uh, nowadays, uh, hurdy her, stop the steal, hurdy her. Um, That's the one. But uh, <laughs> so I'm in the far right of three lanes. And uh, one one car decides to pull a, uh, a Trump supporter and just tries to real quickly go in the middle lane. Like, no, fuck that. I'm not a part of that. And uh, their first mistake was being in the far right lane to begin with, I guess, if they wanted to be, you know, in the right side of history so bad. So they just swerve over real hard and they like do a full 90 perpendicular to the median. And then somehow I thought, oh, shit, that was it. Uh, but of course I'm responsible. So I'm back and you know, stopped. I'm watching this whole thing unfold. And uh, it, it somehow in the blink of an eye managed to correct the opposite way and goes and hits the other side of the highway. And I think, okay, now it's done because it hit two sides. Where do you after two sides i'll tell you where you go after two sides you get right back in that far right lane and start talking about the fucking uh deficit as if you didn't just support a coup against the government josh holly um 
Sorry. Who are you really mad at right now? <laughs> I'm mad at a lot of things. A lot of things. Uh, no, it, it just man. keeps on driving like nothing happened, and it's like driver's side rear wheels just like. <laughs> Everybody's like, I'm out of the way. It's it's the damnedest thing. So besides that, the guy just thought he had like a massage seat. Like he was just like, <laughs> I don't remember an so 84 Ranger having this. <laughs> yeah, besides that, though, actually, I, I moved into my new office at work, uh, really leaning into the new role. Um, uh, and uh, I, I've, I've, I'm making the space my own. I, 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 I asserted my dominance today. Today was inventory day, which meant it had to be done and it had to be done well and it had to be done right, which meant that, of course, I had to secure my door. I, I closed it. Sure enough, I still had somebody knock on it for some mundane and <laughs> asinine thing. I'm like, thanks. Cool. Glad I stopped for this. Even though, oh, I, the worst, whatever. Like, I don't care. I don't honestly care because, like, I don't even really care about my job. Although, I did for the, uh, pay increase don't know not a, hey, i don't know hey. it was approved for but it, it something got approved formally <laughs> which is one right. step further than i was two years ago when i thought i was actually going to get one but, uh, i don't care about my job but they're giving me a lot more money now. <laughs> <laughs> i don't care the money means i'll care it's capitalism you yeah. are the ones who know <laughs> we're capitalists um, <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah the thing is i said come in he didn't come in. So I turned my music down. It wasn't even playing loudly. I turned it down and said, come in louder. Didn't come in. Pulled my mask down. I was in the office by myself, still wearing a mask. Pulled it down. Come in. Nothing. Okay, bitch. So I stand up and open the door. And he's like, it's the new guy. He's like, Drake, I got a part for you. Thanks. <laughs> you be like, there was nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. I didn't mean to drag my uh, day in the life, but um, that's pretty much like that's the exciting thing that's happened in the months since my life has fallen apart. So months. I don't know if I emphasize that well enough. Months. It's It's been it's a work in progress, but we're 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 tearing it down to bare bones. We're flipping this house. <laughs> oh, it's like vanilla. Sorry. Ice. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, exactly. How was how, how have you been? While I drag I've, myself. I've been I've been good. Uh, I've been more the first two days of the week after wallowing in my sorrows from the Chiefs' uh, defeat. I want to talk about. I okay. So after a horrible game against the refs and Tom Brady, they've come up with alternative words for you know pandemic for COVID trying times. You know, like the the, let's let's call it something else. Let's call it the 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 something. Come on, somebody funnier than me say something. <laughs> I was trying to think There's of a two of you that are than me. I was gonna say like Sunday Massacre, but that's no, no, no. like like the Backstreet Boys reunion tour or the game Grumps word, like or the Backstreet uh, the weekend, the weekend concert, the weekend oh, yeah, yeah, concert, yeah, the weekend concert. Let's call it yeah, the weekend that's concert. There. there you go. The super spreader event. I mean, yeah, the super uh, spreader event. All those cardboard no, got the weekend. I don't know if you know that. All oh, those the cardboard cutouts. Yeah, <laughs> flat Stanley. No. 
Yeah, after uh, after getting over that on uh, Sunday evening and and uh, going into Monday, I was also more or less snowed in the last two days, uh, or well, the time of this recording, the last two days, and uh, just now have started recording. We're live, bud. Well, true. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, <laughs> just now like getting back into driving all the roads because the highways are finally clear uh so yeah i went back into work normally today but all i've been up to in the last like seven days other than chief stuff is trying to get some interviews lined up for beetle bros uh chatting with a handful of casting crew from the show about yeah, that incredibly successful <laughs> well they're, they're busy people <laughs> <laughs> They're busy people. Uh, uh, no, I mean, it, you know, it's it's a work in progress. But yeah, that's really all that I've been kind of doing. I've not really done a ton. Nene. Yeah. Uh, settling into the new house, still fixing stuff up in that. I've got like actual yeah. stuff hung up on my walls now. I have yeah. my shelves up. Um, I'm going to paint that. Yeah, is it, is it too soon. hard to... Uh, a little to show a little bit because that wall actually has a ton of shit on it. Yeah, there it is. Oh, baby. That, yeah. And Gidra or Studio. Rodan. <laughs> Rodan. Uh, Matt, Matt Frank I Rodan. Think a bad direction to have my uh, everything facing. It's just a bare wall and then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> Omaha Dude, 2010. Nick, Nick, I mean. I, yeah, I, yeah, right. <laughs> you should. You should. You should come into the into Cam Studio and get that little uh, will scare for food or whatever. Little little posted note. Like, yeah, that one. Mind you. Oh, hold on, I got Perfect. this. Uh, look at my ceiling. There we go. Oh, it's beautiful. Look at that white balance. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Don't mind the blankets. Super. Yeah, that's all I've been up to this week. Uh, I guess we're just going to jump right into it because we gotta go uh, over, uh, we're yeah. used to doing like a full recap, but we don't have to do that this week. We get to dive into like trivia and factoids and like casting crew and stuff because it's not the we same five people every episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to cover every single second. <laughs> all right. right. Opening credit. First frame. You got a word. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. I, I was going to quote it, and I can't remember how it started out. Just how it ended. Not quite. I mean, you know, they blew it. They blew it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. So we covered, uh, as we said, the Monster Squad, nineteen eighty-seven, is directed by Fred Decker, uh, written by Shane Black and Fred Decker, produced by Jonathan A. Zimbert. I'll say some of the starring roles. I Ian love Shane. Andre Gower as Sean Crenshaw, Robbie Keeger. As Patrick Rhodes, I know I'm going to say names wrong. I always say names wrong. It's just that it's, it's going to happen. Uh, Stephen Stephen mocked at uh, <laughs> Detective Del Crenshaw. Uh, Duncan uh, Rieger. Oh. Rieger? Rieger? I think it's Rieger. Uh, as Count like Dracula. A, as one of the best Count Dracula as possible. Who's the famous director that has that same last name? Or am I thinking of Rob Reiner? Is it Reiner? spelled the same? Is it because it's it's spelled <laughs> like R E G E H R, and it's a it's like a weird uh, German spelling. Huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, come on! Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a little the, bit the, of him in everybody, so I mean, always in the end. Uh, speak for yourself, <laughs> colonizers. There we go. <laughs> 
Tom Noonan as Frankenstein's monster, yeah. Brent Shalom. Tom Noonan, Morris. by the way, hold on. Tom Noonan. That's we, we need to we need to do a little spotlight on Tom Noonan because he's the only person I was able to actually put some squeeze to. Sorry, this notebook is not where the f- <laughs> not balancing quite as well. What the fuck? No, I'm okay. I got really confused. I guess I turned more than a few pages because I, I was turning like a one direction. And I'm like, okay, there's nothing. That's the end of the notebook. And I turned the other direction. There was nothing. I'm like, no, my note should be here. And there was nothing. And this is the notebook that I've, I, this is the one I drew Deku in. It's the one I've drawn like pretty much all of my good pencil drawings on. It's, it's a, the same one that I've got. Scary. Like sitting yeah. Yeah. The same exact. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, Fr- uh, Frank, played by Tom Noonan, he he plays Frankenstein's monster. And Frank, Frank, Tom Noonan, if if you didn't know, he was an eight legged freaks. See, I'm I'm playing to the cross play here with the horror movies. Where uh, what what's the podcast? Or yeah, what's the podcast that we're doing? Here, <laughs> It's on the screen, um, isn't it? Don't you see it on the screen? I, the pro- we're doing. Dude, I wish I could send you a screenshot. Okay, that's fair. Yes, you're getting the you're Gore getting that gory more horror crossover. Yeah. Line gory more, yeah, 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 yeah. This is the, <laughs> the goriest. Um, yeah. He he played eight legged freaks. Uh, or he was an eight legged freaks. He played uh, Joshua Taft. Joshua Taft is also known by his better name, Spider Daddy. At least that's what I call him, and anybody who's cool. <laughs> Uh, he was the guy who like made, or he had the spider farm that the, he, he gathered the radioactive crickets to feed his spiders. And then one of his tarantulas just like dinked him in the throat. And, yep. you know, was like, uh, yeah. uh, sorry, I only watched the Spanish version. Um, but, uh, fun fact about Tom Noonan, you, you can easily find this on any internet trivia, but we're bringing it to you live. <laughs> uh, he had a parrot that would frequently say, I see dead people for some reason. So creepy. Oh, interesting. Perfect. Gore yeah. and more. Yeah. Gore. I wonder he got all. I wonder which came first, the parrot that said creepy shit or him getting into horror movies. Oh, him getting into horror movies horror for movies. sure. Yeah. Had to have been. <laughs> Unless that parrot was already like 50 years old and it was like, that's the parrot that M. Night Shyamalan actually got his inspiration from. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and then uh, music by Bruce. Uh, no, 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 no. Bruce? No, no, no. More cast. <laughs> We've got Brent Chalem. I believe it's Chalem as Horace. Yeah. Um, you won't hear Chalem, it like Horace. the pipe? It's Chalem. Calum, Chalum, I'm not sure, uh, as, as Horace, uh, but you don't really know him as Horace until quite the end of the movie. For the majority of the time, uh, he's Fat Kid. Um, <laughs> no, have- he says his name in the first scene that he's getting bullied in. Okay. Because oh, remember, he says, <laughs> my name's Horace, and they're like, oh, as 80s. Sorry, I remember a lot of that, more, a lot oh. more of that than I remember yeah. or thought I did. Uh. God damn, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm on camera. It's making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We have uh, we've got Ryan Lambert as Rudy Holleran, uh, Ashley Bank as Phoebe Crenshaw, Michael Faustino as Eugene, uh, Jonathan Grice, Grace, Grace, Gray, Gray, Gray. Gray? Eh, I think it's Grace. I'm gonna go with Grace uh, as the desperate man slash the Wolfman. 
Um, I don't know exactly why it was lifted first as Desperate Man. I guess you do see well, it. Well, so I guess that he was also the suit actor first for before. the werewolf. Yeah. The, the entirety... Oh. I mean, oh, wait, is... We should is that not through? So because I, I was thinking, is, is he not the uh, uh, the character or the actor for the guy untransformed as yeah, the wolf he guy? Is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he literally his entire character. He's desperate. He's like, yeah. lock me up, and then he's like, you know, fucking getting not killed, and he's like, <laughs> but kill me, and then he's like, help me, and they're like, don't help, and then he's like, Garu, and then he's like, thank you for killing me. Sorry, I didn't mean to spoil, like, all six scenes that he's in, but... I mean, I, you I, I don't think we do a play-by-play of the... <laughs> the... The entire time we see him as a human, he is desperate, so, like, I completely yeah. see it. And we don't get a name, so... They could have given sense. him a name, though. Like, 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 literally, like, John Doe. He could have been John Doe, and it would have been yeah. fine by me. Like, oh, yeah, the police identified him as a John Doe, like... True. True. Um, so... Sorry. <laughs> you're fine. You monster. Forgetting what <laughs> too. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we've got... Uh, we've got Mary Ellen Trainer as Emily Crenshaw. Uh, Leonardo... Isn't that the chick who's saying X's and O's? Mary Ellen Trainer. <laughs> Uh, close again n- no <laughs> uh, and then uh, we've got Tom Woodruff Jr. as Gilman um, legally distinct fish monster, monster. which uh, I'd like to point out right now because I'm sure I'll forget because uh, you said that in the chat like we were all watching at different times Nick started first then I caught on and Cameron started I was uh, already before home. we were even born um, you got exactly a 30 minute start on me because whenever you said that you had finished it, I saw, or I checked the time, how long it would take for me. And it was, it was like literally 32 minutes and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> but, uh, so he's never called Gilman that I saw. But he is clever. It's clever. They do. The only time they refer to him at all is whenever that kid with his dog goes up and he's like, creature ate my Twinkie. That's it's not copyright. It's not saying creature from the Black Lagoon. The creature like just because he's missing the pronoun there or whatever. uh, What what are what's the it's no, not Dude, that is like so Bad. That would be sentence structure. <laughs> That's too close to the math. end of a word. Yes, that is like words like the and him and uh, no. It's uh, it's very ambiguous. It's like the creature, a creature. You don't know what he's saying. Just creature took my Twinkie. It's like, you know, some little Song of the South bullshit. You can say, oh, you know, we were racist, so it was okay. You know, like, oh, this kid was dumb, so we can get away with copyright infringement. Sorry, I, I briefly channeled Disney's lawyers for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and last on the casting bill, we've got... Well, not uh, least, at least in my Yeah, not least at all, Very Michael Reed so. McKay as Mummy. Mummy. Uh, uh then we've got uh as i said music by uh bruce brout brout broughton 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 i think broughton. uh oh, cinematography no. how's it spelled cinematography by bradford may g-h-t yeah it's a weird english name 
uh, edited by James Mitchell, shooting by TriStar Pictures. Yeah. Uh, So this movie came out August 14th, 1987. Runtime's 82 minutes. Uh, They actually, we'll get to this in a little bit, but it was cut down. I always remember this movie being longer, and I think it's because I saw some TV versions of it, uh, which actually had some deleted scenes in it and kept it a little bit closer to the 90-minute runtime that they shot for. Uh, and a couple versions shot past the 90 minutes, I think. So, uh, but yeah, it's not a super long movie. It the initial budget was 12 million dollars. Uh, it only grossed 3.8 million dollars. So it was definitely like a critical, or not a critical, but I a, really, uh, I guess a critical flop. I guess you would call it. It was uh, just because of the time it came out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, so, what year did it come out again? 87. 87. That's it's following up the likes of Back to the Future and uh, uh, oh shit! I just I, I I got three movies. Then I was like Back to the Future, and I'm like that's before. When did the sequels of that come out? It was it was one of them came out in '87, right? But uh, then I, I I I lost it. I'm sorry. It's no, hey. Good. So does does the eye next to the live thing show how many people are watching? I would yes, I believe so. I think so. Oh, thank God. Okay, I should be a lot less nervous now. All right, let's get into this. All right, let's uh, get serious. Yeah. So let's get. It grows to three point eight million. So uh, <laughs> before we get into the plot rundown and all of that, uh, let's go ahead and I believe Boss Man's got the trailer pulled up for us. So we'll go ahead and play that so uh, that yeah. you guys can get that juicy trailer action. Oh, Daddy. when you have ghosts but who do you call when you have monsters we're the monster squad what's a squad it's like miami vice i think they're young and inexperienced naughty virgin they're a bit disorganized monsters are not real we don't know that sir two thousand year old dead guys do not get up and walk away by themselves but when strange things start happening in town... There's a monster in my closet. Ooh, look at that big, scary monster! What's happening? Do I have a werewolf? Silver bullet? They're the only ones ready to do battle. Looking down there is killing people. And if it's monsters, nobody's gonna do a thing about it but us. trailer as a kid before i watched the movie but it really would have made me want to oh, watch the movie no i, I definitely watched it 
Well, I sorry, I watched it today, like specifically in preparation for this. I was like, oh wait, what is this movie again? Yeah, I got. I was more of a nerd. I was. I was more like on the IMDb rooting through. I'm like, what other work did I do? <laughs> oh yeah. To be fair, so I, I was super lazy with this project. Like, there are a lot of times I'm pretty motivated with the whole podcast thing, but like, you know, sometimes, like I said, this was an exciting week. I had like two things happen. I was preoccupied. Dude, how can uh, that take it? <laughs> right? It's the Midwest, man. It, how can you don't man do a lot of stuff. A broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do a quick plot rundown, which uh, does it, it just so much shit happens in here. But here's a quick rundown. Mm. Uh, young kids form a club that is devoted to monsters, but soon get more than they bargained for when Count Dracula adjourns to Earth. That's an interesting way to phrase it. Uh, Accompanied by Frankenstein's monster, the Wolfman, Mummy, and the Gillman, the Uglies are in search of a powerful amulet that will grant them power to rule the world. Our heroes, the Monster Squad, are the only ones daring to stand in their way. Angulet. The daring do! <laughs> Angulet. Angulet. No, I wanted, it's, 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 it makes people angry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a horcrux. It's, it's the locket yes. from the Deathly yes. Hollows. It's Dracula's horcrux. Horcrux. Uh... Yeah, so, so it's it's kind of funny. Um, hold on, it's funny that you say Frankenstein's monster because he's the only indication we have is the box he came in that says Frankenstein. Nobody calls him Frankenstein's monster. They say like my friend, or they say a you know a dead guy. Uh, nobody calls him anything. Yes. Just like no, no, Bill no. Man. Yes, Phoebe at the, at the very end of the movie, Phoebe calls oh. him Frankenstein as he's being pulled. When he's being sucked, sucked in. in. Yeah, yeah, she's like, oh, no, Frankenstein. I was writing a note no. whenever that scene happened, but I know exactly what you're talking about, and I'm 100% yeah. sure that you're right, yes. Yeah, and uh, I know that we were talking about... a discussion earlier in the treehouse uh, when they're inducting Rudy into the Monster Rudy. Club, Monster Squad, Monster Rudy. Club. Rudy. Uh, Monster, Rudy. Yeah. Monster Club. <laughs> um when they're discussing it, part of the test was he was like, is Frankenstein the monster or the guy? That yeah, that's, yeah, that's why I caught that because they brought it up. Right. Not because I, of, you know, people on the Internet are dicks about it, but <laughs> <laughs> like us to each other. Hey, okay, <laughs> I, I was trying to be coy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can't admit, I can't admit that I, I call my friends idiots and stuff. <laughs> Bunch of idiots. Yeah, dumbass. Come on. Hey, fucking moron. <laughs> you know that? Uh, I always get it. So this movie's like heavily equated to the Goonies. Like, I mean, obviously it's 80s. So like any like movies it's in 80s this. Kids. Yeah. Like, oh, it's going to be equated to Goonies. I have a hard counter to that. Though. Opinion, that that's, sorry. It, oh, no, you're fine. I was just saying, because like, I said this before we uh, before we started uh, streaming, before yeah. we started recording. Um I, I really felt like it was stand by me, but a little bit more fun, a little bit more lighthearted mixed with just universal. Like, Oh, for sure. hundred percent. So universal stand by me, but just not, you know, w- without yeah, the like it, threatening to stab a child. part. <laughs> and there's usually, some dark bits, really, but I don't think anything kind of got as dark as like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. It's kind of cool because it, it highlights our differences in like films and what we kind of mm-hmm. enjoy or kind of gravitate towards is uh, Stephen King. Because <laughs> Stand By Me is exactly what I was thinking, too. Like it's like Stand By Me, but combined yes. with uh, 
what was the Fred Savage monster movie? Oh, oh shit. Um, <laughs> shameless. Yeah, you guys have computers. I'm not doing <laughs> shit. I'm gonna. I'm not jeopardizing this thing we have going on. Little monsters. Huh? Yes. Oh, little monsters. Little monsters. Little monsters. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it was. It was like a combination of those two in a way. A um, but like, and I can see the Goonies allegory thing going on there allegory well the goonies is holy scripture so yes right. it's an yeah. allegory um but it was in every really, bible i ever read it as a kid <laughs> it was I, I feel like goonies is almost too much of a credit now bear with me it so this movie first of all uh to preface what i'm about to say it, it pairs so well with our uh 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 typical our podcast <laughs> yeah yeah our yeah, podcast I was like, gonna say, like, it, it's literally this is uh, so imagine we if you're a beetleborgs or beetle bros listener viewer uh oh huh if, if you're huh. a first time listener many time viewer <laughs> ah. <laughs> <flip> the script <laughs> um getting on this right now and and you're familiar with our whole um Shtick. Our shtick. Yeah. Yeah. Our <laughs> I'm trying to be a little more eloquent here. Thanks for filling it in. <laughs> our okay, usual. I'm uh, trying to remember what the fuck I'm talking about. Familiar um, with our, our usual uh, subject uh, matter. Yeah. Plots, yeah, 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 yeah our subject it, matter. Yeah. Plot structures. Uh, Universal the, monsters. But the, the show, not, the show like, Hillhurst Monsters, like <laughs> that is the infamous to the small sect that are familiar with it, the infamous uh, IMDb page in which it, it holds like 1% ground in reality. Oh, uh, it was a concept that was yeah. thrown around at one point, but it, it was like 0% to fruition it's literally as if the hillhurst monsters tv show was allowed to take off but it was like canceled after a pilot but then it was brought back as like a singular movie it's kind of like the chilling tales of sabrina or whatever the fuck it's called yeah uh, and what they're going to ruin the powerpuff girls with uh i don't know if you guys knew about the live action powerpuff girls that's about to happen but i assume it'll be like the wicks thing that they did or winks, yeah. winks, wicks, wink, winks, wink, uh, whatever. The fairy wink. thing. Oh, the yeah. fairy show. My sister used to wink, watch. winks club uh, or wicks club. Hey, I, I was just oh. talking to your sister actually. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah. No, I, she I, she messaged me. Oh, she mentioned. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was drunk last night and messaged a lot of people. Uh, it happens. A lot of people. I messaged a few people, Crowdy, but- including the. Two of the people I'm here with. Yeah, I think this this movie like it it fits uh, obviously fits really well into like our forte and what we're used to seeing. Yeah. Um, I was, as, like as I was kind of getting the idea of the plot stops as a because I was like I saw that but what is what is exactly was it like was it about again? Hold on, let me refresh and everything and do a little background research uh, before I like watch it again and. uh pulled it up i just saw i always i saw dracula frankenstein and the wolfman and i went could not have picked a better group <laughs> to, to do this this movie <laughs> i was like man was it a coincidence or did you just go 
I know what to do. I know what to do for the pop swap. <laughs> no, it's sorry. I'm just a dumbass. It's well, I'm clumsy and a dumbass. So sorry. I it's okay. I made one foul move and then I ruined the whole fucking show for the third time. We, and we get the we get the fancy software for the first time, so it takes right. some. There's some growing pains. Dude, it's okay. Yeah. I swear to God, this is just give me time. My life's in ruins right now. Oh, hair in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Every five minutes, yeah. So, uh, one of the like the the big things that I think this movie does, uh, kind of uniquely from something like uh, even like the Goonies or. Um, any of the other kind of like monster, like Gremlins, or any other it doesn't monster movies make with fun kids. of mentally disabled people. Well, that's true. It doesn't have that. that. Is true? No, it doesn't have that. It has some stuff that doesn't age well. That's not one of them. Luckily, this time, <laughs> the it way the kids has... talk to each other, it doesn't age well. But I wanted to say it's the most accurate real life depiction right? of oh, like sixth sure. graders in the in the yeah. world and oh, how yeah. they treated each other. It, like I was like, I was like, oh man. This is from '87, and then I stopped <laughs> talking and like thought about it, and I went, "No, no, no I'm pretty sure I heard." Yeah, it's it's just it's yeah, fifth grade for me too. I- <laughs> yeah, they say, and 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 uh, it's for example, the um, I'm gonna get canceled over this. Okay, I'm ready. I'm taking the plunge right here. They say the f word, and not fuck you, dumb cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's one that I'm not comfortable saying. Yeah. Oh, I was uh, sorry. I was looking at my vent like it was my camera for some reason. <laughs> like I said, I'm a I have it from work. I'm talking to the people in the walls. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm actually Jim from the office. Uh, so it, this movie, I, I think it like shares a lot with uh, in plot structure to the movies like the Goonies and stuff, but but veers away from other movies like Gremlins and things that I I see at least online. I see it equated a lot to shows like. Uh, gremlins and little monsters where it it has an obvious macguffin it has the amulet um and it has kind of almost in the vein of the beetleborgs plot structures that we're used to where it has the two plot structures kind of combining of the monsters have this goal of Mm -hmm. uh, dracula is trying to get the amulet so that he can uh plunge the world into darkness and take over everything and uh, then there's the kids who are like coming together to defeat it and obviously they're the only ones who recognize the threat and all that it's, it's going it's the on classic it's it's so they all it's the hero's journey is what it is it's just uh which version of it are they going with and they're going with the band of heroes friendship is magic uh, my little pony route the real monsters um, were the friends we made along the way <laughs> <laughs> yes lady gaga that's true yeah. <laughs> my, my monsters <laughs> because Go i for this. I'm from Space Jam. All right, everybody, I want a clean, fair game. Oh, I turned Kermit. Where was the kaboom? All right, I was right everybody, I want a clean, fair game. Where's the Kermit at the end? Why can't I? See, that's the problem. I would like problem. to see Space Jam with Muppets, though. <laughs> oh yeah, called. Oh, no, I can't do them. I can't. I'm just I, sorry. It's just yeah. quite obviously like Shaq with a Kermit Muppet. Muppet <laughs> <laughs> He's not even doing the voice. He's just like. 
yeah, that's why I buy Allstate. I'm like, yeah, isn't that cool, Kermit? Yeah, <laughs> puts it in. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, no, I agree, that- Cam. Yeah, it does kind of venture away from that, like, average kind of late 80s, like, format like that. Yeah. With the kids movie. Uh, actually, Pseudo kids uh, movie. Kids movie. <laughs> it wouldn't be a kids movie now, at least. <laughs> I Have any, any of you guys, any, have either of you, actually, have any zero of you guys on stream uh, seen, have you viewed and or listened to the movie Can of Worms from, like, the 90s? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Really? I don't know. No. Oh my God! Oh fuck! <laughs> so, <just> made, hey. <laughs> yeah, that's the next bonus episode. Fuck y'all! Uh, All right. <laughs> it's actually so I made Sydney watch it, and that might have been what. So I made my ex girlfriend watch it, and that maybe is why she's a lesbian now. Uh, sorry, I don't know if it's possible to change history right there, but I don't. I didn't want to out her, even though she's pretty much out to everyone. But. Um, yeah, much love. Uh, <laughs> this is what led to her turning to the uh, not the dark side, the light side. Dark side heterosexuality. I don't know how people handle dicks. Men, men and penises. That's a whole terrible, scary world. But I digress. Can of Worms is a great '90s fic flick where this nerdy kid. It's a lot like this movie, like in the vibes. So this nerdy kid like contacts aliens somehow, and this thing comes down. This alien comes out, and he's like, ah you know you reap the rewards you open this can of worms now you gotta deal with it bitch. and basically this kid's life is ruined because of it i don't know how much i can possibly describe without literally being on acid <laughs> that's fair sorry okay, I'll have yeah. to i should take the back seat if you want to do this in time and me not disrupt my housemate no no you're fine uh, i will not disrupt my housemate take a sip of rum <laughs> sorry my hands got sweaty and i dropped my phone so uh, i i i think i've mentioned it a couple times already and i obviously i told you guys today uh i've seen this movie like an in, in uncountable number of um, times can, can i quote you yeah May i quote you sir is this on the record yes. uh he said OMG, whenever he said, have you never watched or have you ever seen this before? I said, never. He said, oh, I watch this three to four times a year. <laughs> I do. It's probably more My than that. My favorite movies I don't watch that much and I still I watch, watch them many times a year for the average too. viewer. Saving Private Ryan, I make time to watch at least once a year, but that's that's once a year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do the same yeah. watch like- it. I like that Show Metal Jacket, Pulp Fiction, uh, Oh Brother, We're Out Thou, if I actually have access to it. Uh, actually, there's a handful I make time for at least once a year. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. Cameron's like, War Monster Squad. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what, one of the reasons that I watch it so often oh, is because if it shows up in a local theater, I just go to watch it. So, like, I, Katie and I saw it. It was double featured oh, at an like outdoor theater uh, in North KC. Yeah with um i think it was it was house of uh house of dracula which is another like monster mash up yeah movie uh, from the, it was 40s, the mesh. uh with frankenstein and the it wolfman was the and mesh. um abbott and costello the whole gang was there <laughs> i think it is the one that came out right before the abbott and costello meet frankenstein that had the whole cast and crew together again wait 
Because I think that was one of the last movies well, that came okay, out. Okay, so Abbott and Costello meet the Wolfman is the one where they meet Wolfman and the Invisible Man. Did they also have a meet yeah. the meet Frankenstein? Yeah, there, there's one with Frankenstein. It has Frankenstein, the Wolfman, and Dracula. Did uh, that come out after Meet the Wolfman? I can't remember the timeline on it, but it's it's either right after or right before because they were they were like back to back. But I know, they I had know to bring, I've seen both of them, but I only remember the yeah. Wolfman because I had it on uh, DVD. They had to bring back Lon Chaney Jr. for that because he had already done all the Wolfman movies. Yeah, and they had done right. either House of Frankenstein or House of Dracula is when he I think it's House of Frankenstein. He gets cure or well, he gets killed uh, for like the official final time, even though he gets killed in pretty much every movie that the Wolfman's in. He pulls a Jason Voorhees. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. Because yeah. yeah. we're I on mean, a horror they, podcast. They even pointed out in right. the movie, we were, it's Dell, it's Sean's dad. It's of course he rises from the grave. They always do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He put his head and in the blender, he rises from the grave. One, one of the fun things that I think gets. I like it. I like like highlighted in this movie specifically is how hard it is to kill a werewolf. And like, no, yeah, it's like a running joke throughout a bunch of it that you have. You can only kill a werewolf with a silver silver bullet. bullet. And it's like a gag constantly to give Ruby shit. I I, I did like uh, how after he got uh, the the wolfman got gatted down in the police station (laughs) and then he turned and kills the guy in the truck. Um, Whenever he like the uh, uh, ambulance truck. Yeah, mm-hmm. driver, that's it. It wasn't. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he he gets up, coughs the bullets up, and he's like, "Ah, oh, shit!" <laughs> ah. <Yeah. laughs> God, and, and just like use the next shit. <laughs> there's there's so much like foreshadowing, and when all the kids are talking in the monster club about ways that you can kill the werewolf, and so you blow them up, and all this kind of stuff, and then they're going in. Well, because they didn't and, know, right? They were trying and, to like, I think they well, were like goofing him or something. Yeah, so it's so yeah, it's, it's obvious, one, one, like. They were doing the kid, the kid. We do this too. If, if, if anybody's, you know, a part of any fandom, you theorize, you postulate, you're like, oh, but what about like this and this? And <laughs> you make it, 14 it, head cannons in a span exactly, of one hour, like yeah. our show. <laughs> you make a podcast instead of going to therapy. Um, <laughs> or you do but, both. So in the original, it, it's the old, the, the Lon Chaney Wolfman, the, the Wolfman. Uh, only with like a cane or a silver bullet or whatever you know i've quoted on the podcast more accurately go find it i'm just watch the clip i'm not your mom just go listen to our entire catalog to find it really quick yeah come on like you have time (laughs) but uh yeah it doesn't really specify it's just like okay silver all right, that's the thing. Like Wolfsbane in some lore is obviously like a repellent or made for a potion to right. like resist or cure. But uh, it, it's silver is the only thing that kills the werewolf. So it's like <laughs> I forgot the point, but they really drive that home in this movie specifically because he gets <laughs> blown to oh, shit and oh, got it down, yeah, and it uh, has to be the silver bullet. So of course, like there's so many ways you can postulate that. Like it, that it's too much of a cure all. Sliding back together. God, I love that scene. God, I love yeah. It, it reminds me so much. Obviously, it is inspired by the robot chicken sketch that had to have come before this, where. <laughs> It's the werewolf, and he gets like blended up, uh, eaten shit out, and processed through like fire and shit, and turned to ash, and basically reduced chemically to its most anatomically basic principles. 
and it's it, then it cuts to a whole bunch of kids and they're like no then he still wouldn't be dead and it's like are you fucking with me <laughs> it's like there has to be a limit to this and it's like that's it's from it's one of those perfect um, like runs of the imagination that you would have gone through as a kid or uh, an adult if you haven't had any ounce of your any if you haven't had the entirety of your childhood trounced out by the horrible capitalistic machine right i gotta make every uh, statement political it's in my contract <laughs> tj let me out <laughs> if they don't know who you are at the start of the episode they're gonna definitely know who you are by the end <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so there's uh, one of the things that i think you that like draws at least me to the movie and i think that probably like caught your guys's eye and catches a lot of people's eye and one of the reasons that it has the people cult. changing people well, okay on the one specific woman changing every time <laughs> that's why i watched uh, all it. the monster designs and uh suit work is done by uh stan winston uh and stan winston's um he's uh, a ghostbuster he's the black guy yes the same <laughs> it's you've, you've got it right uh nailed it uh one of the things that i i keep finding every time i try to look up anything about the uh the monster work or the suit work or anything like that because the the special effects and the practical effects in this are i think like that name didn't just great and (laughs) they had to maintain these like legally distinct monsters throughout we talked about a little bit earlier where they've got frankenstein's monster is public domain and Dracula's yes. public domain, but yes. the Wolfman is a universal character. Creatures in the Black Lagoon is a universal character. And uh, obviously, you, you can't really copyright like Mummy, so that's fine. Right. But if like, you try I, to do that specific like, like the Mummy, the first one, it's just a Mummy. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's not specific enough. It's not like right. Victor Frankenstein created his monster. Which I mean, that's you know novels. Which, you know, based mummy, off novel, yeah, but like my uh, favorite out of all of them. And really, oh, oh, this yes for sure. Yeah, well, I, was, I don't know. That Frankenstein's monster kind of holds a different place in my heart. But like, it's we're talking about like first versus third ventricle here. There's no comparison. Like they're different, but obviously one like is right. yeah. Really you got different like the mummies design in this. I genuinely thought it was the creepiest it, out of any of them. The the scene dude. where Pete's dad is is holding pulling the the closet door open with the mummy yeah inside oh my. looking up and everything. That was I was oh, like, look at the monster, you little bitch. I was like that right there, just going on in the closet would probably be the creepiest part of the movie if it wasn't for it being absolutely hilarious with the dad sitting next to me like, right oh get out of there monster <laughs> and then closes it and then the mummy proceeded to book it because when eugene just kind of puts his hands over his eyes he's the door was closed it never opened he turned and looked and the mummy was already out the window go i was like yeah well and i think it's funny because whenever he opened the door this is the see rum i'll lend me your energy and by that i mean support my phone okay he's doing like the whole like like mummy sarcophagus pose right so what if he's just like all right 
closet dank space here we go like i just enough to a certain i'm not vibing with any of this i just want to go to sleep and this kid's like "Ah." (laughs) god damn it i need another place to sleep Yeah, like he's just squatting. He just, like, my man just needs to come down from like a thousand year heroin addiction. I don't know. <laughs> he was in it just go. Oh, sick! There's an ecto cooler in here. <laughs> Watch because it's the eighties. <laughs> I I think a cool thing that this movie does that uh, not a lot of the other like monster monster mash movies that have a bunch of universal type monsters or straight up the universal monster crossover movies where Dracula is 100% like in charge. He is the villain, the focus of it. And he is the one summoning all the monsters to do his bidding and to come They're in his control. Like the Wolfman throughout the whole thing, we talked about how um, Jonathan Grease is called desperate man. Uh, like he actively What's doesn't want to participate in this <laughs> and yeah. is, is drugged when he's not transformed so that he's not uh having to like so that he doesn't get a say in anything because he he's not under dracula's control when he's a human right it's because he uh, if, into the police station at the start of it just like put me in right. a yeah it's a lot like uh oz from buffy the vampire slayer uh who is played by seth green he was the werewolf that dated willow played by allison hannigan uh, of how i met your mother fame and american pie fame and my very respectful swear to god fantasies of maybe there is love in this world um, say dreams. <laughs> but it was better that too yes. but uh, uh he's like it's like oz from that combined with the uh, um if anybody's seen league of extraordinary gentlemen the jekyll hyde character um Dr. Jekyll, of course, being like, I don't want to fucking be this monster. And they're like, we need a whole, or sorry, Sean Sean Connor. I like to hit women, Mr. Trebek. All right. (laughs) We need a Hulk. All right. So that's my Scottish accent. That's how I get in the zone. Um, (laughs) It's it's their Hulk to the Loki. Um, He doesn't like to hit women. He just thinks it's acceptable to. I don't mean to, like... Put him badly least, or anything, or at least guffaw, guffaw, guffaw. Two thousand two interview or whatever the hell that was. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, yeah that's eighteen years yeah. ago. I can't hold. Oh, he's dead. Isn't he? Is Sean Connery <laughs> dead? Is Sean Connery? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't make me look this up. I was like, <laughs> it was <laughs> real. I <laughs> myself. <laughs> I said it so confidently at first, and then both of you were so confused. No, 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 no. You're right. Because well, I was in denial about it. I'm, I'm, I'm so used to talking about him in the present tense. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mitch's right. You guys are right. Okay. Uh, so I've got some uh, some fun <laughs> behind the scenes factoids. I've got some notes that I jotted down. I'm going to snag a couple of them and read them out to you guys. Do it, uh, Daddy. I, I know Nick's got a couple too. So if I say something I that did. I took if, way more notes than I thought I was going to take, I just yeah. had scenes that I was just like, I yeah. dude, I mean, <laughs> this is more notes than I've taken for Beetleborg since like the fifth episode. There's more content. And if you'll notice, <laughs> I started in one pin type and then I had to shift to another. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all dumb motherfuckers want a key change? <laughs> Cause I know I'm pandering. <laughs> 
So, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to uh, jump through a couple of these. Uh, uh, Nick or Sorry. Ryan, if you guys uh, uh, get a, some input in between some of these, just jump no, in. I, and, I, and let me know. I have to shut up for at least six and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll time you. <laughs> Please do. It's 832. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, the scene where Dracula lifts Phoebe up and screams uh, was done in one take. So this is at the end of the uh, at picks the, small the, the climax of the film of the of the film. Yeah, he, he picks her up and uh, and he screams. Um, yeah, he screams, "Give it to me! Uh, uh, give me the amulet, you bitch!" Uh, so that that was done in one take. I know that was done in one take. Uh, Duncan Rigger. Uh, he wouldn't wear his red contacts or fangs around uh, five-year-old Ashley Bank because it scared her too much. So for that did scene, did the director call her a bitch in that scene, though? Did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. wasn't holding a double or anything. I, I well, like, I, he yeah, might have been holding a double, but I mean, oh. she was definitely there because the the scream and terror that she lets out is from the fact that he had never been in full makeup and full costume with fangs her, and eyes and everything whole, until oh that scene because it scared her too much. So uh, the director was uh, Fred Decker told her to scream once the platform raised up and uh, like lifted her up. She's on a platform during that shot. And then they just jump scared her with They they put a noose around her neck and hoisted her up. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, because that was was the 80s, safety regulations. I I wonder if they had to do kind of like what they did with the first clerks where – Jeff Anderson had to film the scene separately where he's reading off the porno titles that he has to order for the, the store uh, because he used little... to read it in front of the, the mom and her daughter. Yeah. Mom and her daughter. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was wondering about that because even as they said it, I was like, did they actually have this man scream, you bitch, into the face of a five-year-old yeah. child? Yeah. So I was like, no, I mean, oh, fuck, what? Yeah, See, so the, y'all are going so out of order that like <laughs> I'm trying to find all my notes and it doesn't know, help just, because I have terrible through, handwriting. Uh, I'm just digging through I have fun trivia death that I mobile. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, kids like, are dicks. The the director specifically was like, you know, scream, you know, once the platform raised her, and she wanted to know when. She's like, when? He's like, you you'll know. I said, you bitch, calm yourself. Sorry, that wasn't even paid for a bit part uh, that was never shot. So what? Like Liam, Liam, Neeson, Liam Neeson? Yeah, he got paid to be in this movie, and they never filmed him. No, I, I don't know what, what the bit part was for. No. I know. I assume it was probably There's something. No, I mean, I can, I can imagine it. I don't know how many like. I would picture it as being in the, the Van Helsing intro. Uh, Liam, probably Liam, Liam. If Liam you're Neeson. watching, we need an interview. We need to talk about this. We need a stern talking to. All right, come. Come many kilometers so you can pretend to be a Western person with your <laughs> Eastern accent. We'll sort it out eventually. Please do, Liam. Uh, the, the brief He's obviously a Patreon that is no longer existent because we don't do oh, that now. <laughs> the brief scene where Frankenstein, uh, Frankenstein's monster meets Phoebe uh, playing by the water. That's His obviously Adam. Clear, okay. Yeah, that's a clear homage to a uh, similar. Uh, but obviously more tragic scene in the original Frankenstein I, film. I sent, so, okay, of course, this is my first time. And Cameron knows this like the back of his very old man hand. 
and and Nick is vaguely aware. So like, but he, he had the head start. He was already aware of this. So I was kind of the late comer to this. I took a picture of her by the lake with the flowers and the monster approaching. And I said, LOL, I know where this is going. Lenny face. Because I was like, Oh, for sure. He's just going to like drown a bitch. Why not? It's the eighties. What are they going to do? Think you're not Ted Cruz, the Zodiac killer. (laughs) Well, that's what happens. In also, one movie. Not only Zodiac Killer, but historically accurate and not a meme. Uh, riot, uh, insurgency. Uh, uh, oh, fuck. Insider. What's the right legal that's term you call it? Um, insider? Insider. No. What, what, what did they do? They stormed the Capitol. A coup. Failed, failed coup propagator. Uh, so propagator. That's, that's the a two car. It's a two seater car, dummy. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, I have to go pee soon. It's going to be bad. <laughs> so that scene in the uh, in the 31 movie with Boris Karloff was apparently supposed to be more like this version of the scene where uh, the monster was actually like more friendly yeah. to the girl and, and found oh, God, like anyone made to be more like the one that would come out 56 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so then uh, here's here's the like the big thing that we've been talking about for a little while. So due to licensing issues, the crew had to create characters that were suggestive, but not exact yeah. copies of Universal's iconic monsters. The, like instead uh, of Booberella, they had to use Nipperella. Yeah, it's, it was weird, but it's a scene. You won't see it on Crackle, <laughs> but it's yeah. there. Uh, so this is from uh, uh, Shane Mann. Uh, the challenge was to suggest those classic monster, classic creatures without really copying them because we didn't have permission or licenses to use those specific images. So we could do a Gill Man, for example, but it had to look, it couldn't look too much like the creature from the Black Lagoon. It was frustrating it have at first. It right. very obviously yeah, did yeah. not have a throat. Yeah. <laughs> compromised <laughs> by looking too much like Swamp Scumoid. Yeah. Uh, it was frustrating. I drew that bitch. I know what he looks like. <laughs> We wanted to do the original designs, but we couldn't. We could only suggest those designs. So Frankenstein's monster looks a bit like Karloff's creature, but instead of bolts on the neck, he has bolts on his forehead, which is what they do with Frankie in Mm -hmm. Beetleborg. Yeah, it's actually, it's a really common adaptation because it's like, oh yeah, let's put him in the brain instead of in the neck where it's like, what are we tying to the spinal cord, I guess? Like, it makes a lot more sense. And not only that, uh, just artistically speaking, because uh, I've grown up on Universal Monsters and stuff. I've drawn the Frankenstein visage, silhouette, whatever. The, 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 like, it's it's a lot easier to do it on the temple than the neck because the neck's a little bit more of a complicated, uh, 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 not perspective, uh, scaling piece to the rest of it. Like, it's artistically, in my opinion, on the forehead, just makes a little bit more sense it's more convenient for makeup because your your temple is not twisting and turning you don't have uh, uh, a lot of questions from people like me who like to get high and cross over podcasts and forget <laughs> what the original point of their statements were it helps with those you're doing uh, great. so uh, a fun thing that I figured out while while looking into this. So uh, this movie is not based on the 1970. It's not a based on or a remake of or anything. The 1976 short lived TV show called Monster, Monster Squad. Squad. Yeah, which, I saw no, that was no, no, for sure. Yeah. For, for for this uh, episode, yeah. I saw that, and every time I was just like, no, nothing. 
Yeah. So there's a <laughs> I actually knew that as trivia before this. Yeah, it's uh, three wax monsters, a, uh, a Dracula, a Wolfman, and a Frankenstein come to life to battle evil in this short-lived television series. I've got to find it somewhere now because I need to know, I need to at least watch an episode because it sounds fucking weird. It's going to sound weird. I'd watch it too. Yeah. Uh, Cameron so, looks like TJ. Well, yeah. Why did you think I got this part? <laughs> what do you well, think? Well, and I got the part, and we went for a year, and then it was like, "Oh, here's TJ," and it's like, "Oh, here's Brody," and it's like, "Oh, here's Nick," and it's like, now we've got four clones, and I'm starting to really wonder when Order sixty six is gonna happen. I'm gonna just get like, join us, Ryan. <laughs> you know, if I could grow the same facial hair you guys could, I would. But like, honestly, it do, it like it 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 doesn't. Beyond this, you got it, it stops. <laughs> I've got the Tony Stark almost. Yeah, like I, I can do that or a pedophile. <laughs> Not a lot of options. <laughs> the goatee opens your world up a whole lot more. It's like Ariel walking on her feet. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I mentioned this a little bit where, uh, Sorry, just I, tell me to shut up, I had, God. I had seen more, uh, I'd seen longer versions of this than what my DVD copy is. And then what I've seen in like theater releases, um, or re-releases, I guess. Uh, so the TV print that's shown on TNT contains roughly four the minutes of additional deleted scenes, not included in the DVD release, uh, including one in the opening scene, immediately following the opening title, one of Van Helsing's men uh, fights off one of the vampire women and accidentally pulls the stake out of Dracula's chest, which resurrects him. And that, I believe, in House of Frankenstein is how they bring Dracula back. They've got Gr- Dracula's skeleton in a coffin, mm-hmm. and oh, uh, a carny guy in. pulls the stake yeah. out and it resurrects him. Uh, two. In uh, an extended comedy routine uh, scene between the two pilots flying Dracula and Frankenstein's coffin in the World War II bomber plane, um, mm-hmm. which always does feel a little like weirdly short. But I imagine if it was any longer, it would just be unbearable. Uh, three, a scene between Phoebe and her mother in the kitchen. Of course, uh, the mother tells Phoebe to go watch her favorite TV show. But Phoebe say, uh, says her PTA won't let her on the grounds. Won't let her on the grounds that it contains too much sex, which leads the mother to retort under her breath. We could use a little sex in this house. (laughs) (laughs) Del just getting roasted the whole movie. (laughs) And then his partner getting literally roasted by Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think was probably my favorite, like kill. Yeah. Um, 100%. My favorite kill uh, is the mummy. The mummy oh, was the hands mummy. down my favorite kill. Was, and whenever we get to that cool. point, don't let me forget that I have some passion about this. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, mummy kills my favorite. It is hands down like a star in my notes. Yeah. That so and uh, Rudy taking the giant stakes and log bowing them into the yeah. uh, oh my vampire God, yeah. women. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and whenever the coach finally let Rudy play because they were ahead and couldn't lose, <laughs> and he was like, so there's an extended scene where the boys are discussing whether or not they uh, know what a virgin is leading to them asking Rudy if he knows any uh, and, and then, which uh, in turn Dr. leads to Donna's like a virgin soliloquy not soliloquy there are many people involved the like a virgin uh, conversation in Reservoir yep. Dogs at the very beginning yep. it plays 
And it's really funny because then it pans out and it's these little boys watching that conversation happen. And they're like, it's a virgin. Spot on. Pretty much. Uh, when the boys and Frankenstein the go movie. to the mansion to retrieve the animal, <laughs> there's an additional scene showing them approaching the house uh, with Horace expressing. Are you approaching me? Horace expresses his fear. And then there's a scene of Rudy putting his armor on Patrick's sister uh, to his disgust as they uh, observe the carnage following the movie's finale. So at, at the end, that was, in, that uh, was at the, the end. final battle. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, guess, guess, I guess it's like he, it's he a longer scene. Arm arounder. Yeah, I guess there's like it's a longer scene in the uh, in the TV, the TNT release mm. um, in 2006. This is a fun one. Uh, Wizard magazine made a list of 100 greatest villains of all time. Dracula was ranked as number 30 on the list, but it was, was specifically, specifically the specific performance that's as Dracula. Awesome. Yeah, huh. uh, that is so, awesome. that's so crazy because like, yeah. the Dracula trope has been played so many times by people very good at it. Like, I'm not yeah. saying it was bad this time. Like this. So okay, hold on. Let me. I, I need to Dracula my nose. Um, <laughs> he killed LL Cool J. <laughs> hold on, sorry. Uh, and this was 2006, so there had been a lot, a shit ton of Dracula's yeah, by exactly. this point. We got 3000 was already out. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> We've gone to everything except oh, for Dracula. Okay, so, hold on, sorry. Yeah. Th- this specific Dracula, I, I've absorbed a lot of Castlevania, Bram Stoker, like, like, oh yeah, those, yeah, those are the two things that make up the entirety <laughs> of the vampire content on this earth. Actually, bullshit, <laughs> sis. I did, in fact, read all of the Twilight Saga. The movies aren't as good as the books, and the books aren't as good as good books are. <laughs> <laughs> the books aren't as good sorry as Sorry, Stephanie Meyer, but like, I grew sorry. up thinking J.K. Rowling was talented, so deal with that. Uh, but <laughs> one of the comments I wrote down was, Dracula, Prince of the Bitch Slap. <laughs> so, like, the fact that this motherfucker's going around just like, Bitch, where is my pimp cup? <laughs> Just, like the entire time, that's what he's doing. Even to children, yeah. he is bitch slapping them. That is his one thing. He shows up on set. He has a smoke machine. He bitch slaps someone. He goes home. That's his <laughs> mo. I'll be yeah. And I'm done. Pretty much what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I do have to go pee, so I don't know if I'm gonna like ruin things by doing this but have fun watching my ceiling for a hot sec no we'll just we'll just go into some more notes while we're doing that uh do it triple like dare you bitch do it uh so there, there's at least two versions of uh michael Cimbello's end credit song uh in some versions dating back to the vhs release days there's a lyric referring to the gilman swimming in the pool as of 2007 in the recent hd cable release uh, which I believe is the version that I have on the DVD set. Uh, this is replaced simply by the creature from the Black Lagoon. And I hmm. distinctly remember the end credit scene in my DVD copy says the creature from the Black Lagoon. And the song that I saw at Screenland uh, last Halloween was also the creature from the Black the Lagoon same. one and not Gilman swimming in the pool. So, uh, I don't know if that's because I don't know. Maybe they use the same DVD copy or, or, or whatnot at the theater, 
Um, during the montage with the monster squad getting ready to stop Dracula, Sean points at where Shadowbrook Road is on the map, which is where uh, the big spooky house is. Yes, six 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 Shadowbrook Road, which yeah. I made a note of because I was like, eh, "Fucking hell!" <laughs> right. Uh, and on the map, there's Cheney College with it. it that's a, tall, a callback to Lon Cheney Jr., who played mm-hmm. the wolf, the original Wolfman. Yes. Um, and I think Ryan may have mentioned this, or or may have just caught it when we were talking earlier. But Mary Ellen Trainer, uh, who plays the mother of the lead siblings uh, in in this movie also played the mother of the lead siblings uh in the goonies she's the mom in the goonies okay and i have a bunch of notes of uh, a lot of other work that most of it it's mostly the crew uh and the director yeah dive into it all that has been on um so one of the uh, the co-writers for this uh shane black is actually one of my favorites um so he actually is <laughs> crackle, crackle. Sorry, sorry, just talk through it next just talk through it. Uh, <laughs> so um shane black actually is uh one of the co-writers i got some of his other i because of course as soon as i go to talk about it off the top of my head so um it, it, he actually has been an actor uh in some other work as well he was hawkins he was the radio operator that cracked all the jokes in the first predator movie yeah. um, oh that guy yeah that is uh he co-wrote this <laughs> yes he okay. wrote this um he also uh so he wrote lethal weapon one and two as well uh as last action hero so he, he was doing a lot back in the yeah. days around the same time that he was doing this okay like, yeah i was 85 i believe or no maybe 87 or 88 around the same time as this because i remember last action hero was the whole like play on all the action movies so it had mm-hmm. to be later into the whole but i can't think off the top of my head but yeah, he eventually started directing uh, movies, and his his first his direct, directorial debut was Iron Man three. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, I yeah, I definitely knew that. In case you hadn't known that already, I was like, oh, this is gonna blow Ryan's. Mind. Uh, th- that is explicitly <laughs> why I remember his name. Everything yeah. else was like, he, uh, okay, yeah, but, but that, yeah, okay, that no, so okay, directed, that makes sense. Uh, Iron um, Man three. He just directed uh, the Predator that just came out. Oh, the a new one. Years ago. Yeah, the new one. Okay. Uh, and and then jumping back a little bit, another one that I really like, a buddy cop comedy movie. He directed the Nice Guys, the one with Ryan Gosling and uh, yeah, yeah. Love that movie, man. <laughs> 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 so like I I saw Shane Black pop up like on uh, the IMDb for it, and I was like, I didn't fucking know him. <laughs> oh my god, yes. So I I was fanning out the entire fucking movie as well. Um, and then I, I mentioned as well earlier, um, Bruce, Bruce, uh, we could his last name, uh, from for, <laughs> Dory? um, the composer, uh, did the music, Bruce Broughton, um, also Campbell. did the music for a little, little movie you might know called Homeward Bound. Oh, that's a weird. Yeah. I was, no, dichotomy. that's what I wanted was Ryan to do the exact <laughs> He did it for one and two. <laughs> that soundtrack dude when yes. when 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 shadow <laughs> appears in the horizon like oh yeah we got the fucking the bulldog and the cat but like shadow come on shadow <laughs> shadow is, I don't, I don't he just I got out of that hole, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then a uh, little bit. Like, uh, I think one of the most Sorry. 
you're fine. <laughs> One of the most well-known ones I can find for the director, uh, Fred Decker. Um, so he actually co-created uh, RoboCop 3 with Frank Miller. Um, yeah. was the first movie I found out to apparently use uh, digital morphing for multiple scenes. Uh, over Frank the- Miller, of course, is the Punisher. <laughs> yes. Frank, Frank Sorry. Castle. Castle. <laughs> Hello, Franks. What can you do? It's French currency. Uh, Frank Miller is the graphic artist that created Frank Miller's RoboCop and a bunch of, like, um, he worked with uh, Fred Decker for actually uh, a few projects, I believe, as well. Um, but yeah, that was just the, uh, the, the probably the most well-known, I think everyone was going to know, was, was the RoboCop 3, um, which was <laughs> was not received well, unfortunately. You, 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 um, I mean, RoboCop 1 you win some, you is some. the top, and then that it's just step-downs from there. Right. Well, that, I mean, like, that one, that one doubled its budget. This one's a cult classic and made a third of its budget. Like, it... Yeah. <laughs> It's just kind of uh, to give and a take. Sort of late eighties, <laughs> early night. Yeah, it's <laughs> a dread versus judge yes. dread situation. What are you going to do? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was kind of the uh, the tidbits uh, that I sort of brought together from a lot of the different work that uh, they did that I really liked and stuff that I knew I thought would be cool to talk about as well. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I really like your bits. Yeah, especially just that that Bruce doing the music for fucking Homeward Bound, like just. I didn't know that at yes. all, and I was like, "This is the best thing I think I've learned about this." <laughs> except, except for the part about Shane Black being any part of it at all. Right. He could have been like a grip, or <laughs> and you catch it. I would have been like, "Oh my Otherwise. god!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've got a, a few questions that we're going to run through uh, that uh, Mr. Chad has provided for us, mm-hmm. and Mr. TJ has so kindly put in here for us. Oh so, no, uh, we've got boss uh, man. Uh, <laughs> I know you guys watch this on Crackle, right? Yes, yeah, so um, I think we on all online streaming. <laughs> you watch it on your fucking DVD at home. You were like, I did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh I fuck you I then. <laughs> well, my so Nick and I both viewed it on the same platform, but to varying experiences because. Yeah. So yeah. mine, uh, I don't know if it was uh, if it's going to be recorded. What whatever's knowledgeable here. So I was on my laptop that isn't my like up-to-date laptop. I had to use my old laptop because since the move, for some reason, my good laptop isn't working. My old laptop, however, hasn't apparently been updated since 2019. Last time I tried, it was a couple hours before I gave up. And (laughs) uh, so I'm watching on outdated software, basically, and it... It was very stuttery is the yeah. word. Your, um, your browser your browser might be the cause then if it hasn't been updated. No, because well. the browser was able uh, I'm using Firefox. I've always used Firefox because it's the one thing that actually adapts to shit. Like I used Chrome for the longest time and then I realized, oh, that's why if I have any sort of web browser open, I can't perform any other function on my computer <laughs> because, you need because fuck my RAM. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is a laptop. But uh, yeah, so I was on Firefox and it was still like dual. Um, like it was really funny whenever they were bowling the fat kid because the fat kid in those parts had uh, oh fuck what was his name what's his actual name not like real name 
Horace. Um, yeah, because it sounds like Horace, uh, as the bully kids so brilliantly put it. Um, like his lines would come out fine because he'd have two or three, but then you'd have the bully lines who would like have to make fun of him for two or four lines. So then it would be like, yeah. Yeah, okay, you're ruining the immersion yeah. here, Mr. Tur- not Tourette's, but whatever. Stutter. Mr. Something he can't help, but obviously if he's going <laughs> to bully somebody for something like being thick when they're like 10 years old, and then right. yeah, I'm going to make fun of you for like... He has a glandular problem, yourself. man. He's got a glandular problem. So, uh, did, did you guys... Uh, <laughs> I guess having it on Crackle is worth it because it's a free streaming service, but it's it's obviously not going to be the highest quality, and it has ads. It was fine. Running through it. The ads well, yeah, it, they made me want to die. But like the quality really of, of it was fine. It, it wasn't bad. It was standard def for sure, but it was just like yeah. a 480 rip. And back in the, um, the ye olden... Um, our days of uh, of early high school uh pretty much everything that i watched was gonna be a 480p dvd rip or something yeah. pretty much that everything my dad had to, to me for up until about now ripped to dvds so like my dad just like a spindle of home rip dvds so like everything i watched was in 480 i don't give a shit about watching something in standard def right i don't care All right like, <laughs> yeah, and I, I watched oh it on my DVD copy, so I got probably the highest quality that's available. Um, I don't know. I mean, a lot less I don't think it's for sure. Right. I don't think it's been put out on Blu-ray or anything like that. I'm pretty sure it just has the DVD release. So. Um, the uh, DVD the does have some DVD nice bonus features and stuff on it. Yeah, I, I saw that when I was researching it as well. The only VHS copy is the original, like original release. The one that's printing. The only way to get, yeah. yeah, it's the only way to get a VHS copy of this. And one print to rule them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So who's the douche of the movie? Oh, the douche of the movie. Hold on. I'm pretty sure I have their names I, written down here. I was going to um, say, are you? Uh, it started off for name. me being the bully kid, e, uh, EJ. Hey, yeah, no, <laughs> fuck those dicks. Um, but I was like, yeah, not those guys. Because uh, I, I wrote down the kids are dicks. Because uh, I thought that they were like, ooh. I thought well, that's that they the were thing. like even the, the main, uh, main Sean could be a dick at times. Yeah. So like, I even, my own note, I was like, half the time it's the main character. <laughs> I was like, half the time it's Sean. Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, Dracula is just like the biggest dick of all because even like, yeah. So uh, Frankie's a defector. Wolfie doesn't follow through. <laughs> Mums doesn't even really do much. Uh, he, he's just like, <laughs> I'm a hold on. I'm I'm going to try to sketch upon your bumper, my dude. And they're like, <laughs> fuck that. You're going to die today. Um, who? What other monsters even were there? Like, uh, oh, the yeah, vampire chicks. They don't even count in my book. Yeah, the girls that got turned... The Fembox uh, existed before that for roughly two yes, seconds. It, it, it implied that in the last few days, these vampires have abducted these teenage girls, presumably virgins, because it seems like they're going off the Bram Stoker Dracula. Where they have to be a virgin to get uh, yeah, otherwise exactly. They just die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and how he had that whole like, oh fuck, what was the guy who was doing the journal in the? book uh john no van helsing 
Was it John? No, Van no, the the, the first protagonist in the book. Um, and I just watched the Netflix adaptation and now I can't even wait the Netflix adaptation of Castlevania wait. in which Alucard has sex with a brother and sister. That's the at one at the same time. I also I also made a note of that uh, at that one scene where he's looking at the board uh, and he sees the Alucard like Mr. Alucard or whatever on it. Oh, yeah. And he's, and he's trying to write it and he's trying to figure out that it's Dracula backwards or whatever. And it's taking him a minute. And he's doing mm-hmm. it like three or four lines. And I went, ah, uh, yes, it truly shows the time as the proper Castlevania game in which Alucard. Yes. <laughs> Jonathan Harker. It's yet. like 16, Jonathan Harker. Not 16. It's like 15 years away from coming out. Holy shit. Symphony yeah. of the Night, I mean. Uh, Jonathan uh, Harker is what is a lot the, of people realize. The, uh, of the, uh, the, night was like the character that writes. I thought it was uh, 99. Oh, well, that's close. Yeah. Still like so 10, it, I, 10 I think, to 12 uh, years. Yeah, I think Dracula counts as the douche of the movie. He really gets the most oh, yeah. you know, yeah. douchey lines and the the he really gets to ham up the douchebag. Yeah. Because yeah, they yeah, don't even the main the main kids' <laughs> parents that are going through counseling and shit, like you're obviously supposed to think that it's like, oh, the dad's just like so busy being a cop, and then it's like all of a sudden I he's shooting him. Dracula on their porch yeah, step right. and the mom is like, Holy shit, you actually have something to deal with. Right. What are we going to do? It it doesn't have that like really bad. I'm not saying it's yeah. a good thing that they have it. Like it, it's really good that they avoid it. That trope right. can be done so badly, but they, they yeah. do it really well. It's, it's a good combination of like Friday the 13th where they have the parents involved with the sort of mystery of it, but they don't have it as like, they're not the cure-all. They're not the right. uh, it like. It starts off as they're understandably plot skeptical. device, the Deus Ex Machina. Shit kind of starts to hit the fan. They they don't do the usual thing of every adult in a kids horror movie downplay, 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 downplay until there's literally yeah like yeah Ghostbusters level <laughs> shit going on in the city or whatever. It just had to kind of get spooky enough that he was like, okay, hold 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 the fuck on, right. <laughs> Some they don't lean Which hard know, into that cop. one parent that opened up the closet and was like, Ooh, look yeah. at me, I'm yes. the monster. Which, yes. like, if anybody is raising a kid in the 21st century, you know that point in the movie. Well, yeah, but, it, but like, yes, I know. Now. I'm talking. Oh, yeah. that's, that's why I hesitated and sounded like a complete idiot whenever I was saying 21st because I was about to say 20th, and I'm like, wait, no, because <laughs> 20th encompasses like so much before this movie and very little during and after. But what I'm trying to represent is definitely during the 21st century in our time. It's like if if you're like consciously aware of like basic sociology and psychology and you're like yeah you know maybe i should at least pretend to trust my kid <laughs> uh speaking of yeah. 20th century really quick i just remembered another little bit 20th about, century uh, fox by the doors yeah it's a great bruce. song bruce did the com- uh no no bruce did the uh not the composer the conducting for the recording for the 20th century Fox yeah. fanfare as well. I, I yeah. just remembered that when you said that, I was like, Didn't, I saw something about 20th century Fox. Yeah, I, I, I wrote that down somewhere as well. This, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, don't, I think it's on another page. Oh, well. So, all right. Uh, I know we are, this is another thing we, we touched on earlier. Favorite kill from the whole movie. Uh, yes. 
Rich. Rich just exploding in the yeah. car and turning into a skeleton in front of his partner. I was like, yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> I looked over the Wait. questions that Chad had asked us beforehand, and I was like, because as we're watching it, there's not a lot of there's I mean, not there a lot questions. of actual like kills, kills. Um, but like the ones that were there, a lot were mostly pretty good. Like um, yeah. Wolfman jumping onto the uh, the ambulance driver was decent, but like eh, overall. But yeah, no, just watching Dracula stare Dell in the eyes, light a stick of dynamite, roll it under the car, and then Rich just it explodes i was like that's it that's yeah. <laughs> that's the best that's as good as it's i didn't realize he died until we watched the trailer to be honest <laughs> they did that, i'm like wait did he never get out of the car oh no, my God, we don't see him after that he's, he's good he was in the yep. driver's seat looking down and, and then just vaporized <laughs> off of it. so i actually have a different death which i'm that i i like that i'm glad of i'm glad that it's different because I was worried that we were going to be the same. Um, so, uh, 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 oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't write it down. Doesn't matter. Um, I was jamming. Whenever, <laughs> whenever uh, the mummy character is like latched on to the back of the jeep or whatever, the military all terrain vehicle that they're in and fucking the badass leather jacket kid which the two of you who are here with me know i wore a leather jacket a majority of high school not like yeah. trying to do anything it's just it was a, like it was I'm a nice poor. jacket man it was a nice jacket yeah my neighbor like, gave it to me because they were like oh i bought this for my grandson but you know i've got retirement money and he's somebody who has taste and i'm like well, I have somebody who has no discrepancy with anything. If you're giving me something nice, I'm going to wear it. It's better than the poor clothes I'm wearing. It's like Binky um, whenever he lost his binder and started taking the briefcase to school and people started giving him shit for it. That was revolutionary. That was revolutionary. That's what <laughs> made like me invest in a briefcase. <laughs> yeah. That man. That man. Yeah. Setting those trends, not wearing shoes. Yes, whenever, yeah, because he's grabbing onto that. The kid is uh, the the leather jacket kid, the wood shop kid, the Billy Jack. Yeah, um, <laughs> he uh, he's like, all right, well, you know, I stole this bow from a teacher. I'm not gonna just not use it. So, you know, he attaches the uh, one piece of the mummy ribbon uh, wrapping to his uh, arrow, shoots it into a tree as they're driving at like it has. It's definitely above 40 miles per hour. Um, oh, for sure. They're gunning it. Uh, and it it sticks to a tree he unravels and he's like, and he like, he doesn't say anything, but it is the most disturbing of all of the deaths because he unravels piece by piece. It starts with his leg and rolls its way up and yeah. he just like it's crumbles cool. into ashes until he's a skull. Yeah. It's that's very cool. similar it's to the mom cool. scenes we get in beautiful. Yeah. I was like, dude, that's cool. Exactly. Yeah. That's why this that, is Beetleborgs, but like NC, not NC-17, but like rated R, I guess. 80s, I PG-13. <laughs> right. Straight yeah. up X. 
I think my favorite kill is uh, it's the fucking. It's it's probably still. I don't know if uh, Horace killing the Gill Man with the just absolutely just straight up just blowing him away. That yeah. is in my top three. Hoping that was good. sure. Firing while EJ and the shitty kids don't let him in, and he just turns around. That's the name's why Horace. That's why it's I put perfect. EJ on. I love it. That That's is actually I because he's a yeah, fucking I, coward and he was gonna let Horace die. <laughs> I did see that it was in a uh, uh, like a Watch Mojo or something top whatever. I do remember that specific scene from one of those, and Blasted it gave Gilman like good. I'm like I love it. Gave me a whole new perspective because it's like they watched this kid rip this <laughs> shotgun <laughs> off of a cop's corpse. Yep. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to shoot him. And then he looks behind him. And he's like, oh, my God, people I know, please save me from yeah. having to do this horrible thing. And they're like, and for the viewers, and then he's like, OK, and he's still trying to avoid it. He's like, I don't want to. I don't want to. And then he just ganks him. Can I switch my answer to that dude? That Gil man just kind of goes, Oh, and he yeah, he actually, <laughs> okay, it's funny you mention that because I guess I can take this point or this time to point out that uh, so cops hold on let's find cops together shall we uh, so cops <laughs> so you're talking about the actual bad, show cops for a second you're like so cops bad wait, boys on, bad boys <laughs> what you gonna do hey, what you gonna do when they come oh, for you <laughs> um <laughs> No, so apparently, according to this film, cops are allergic to touch, which actually explains why they overreacted and attacked protesters and instigated acts of violence <laughs> during Black Lives Matter. And actually before that, but that's just the prevalent, you know, reference here. Um, uh, because so like literally they they touch the cops and they're just like <laughs> pain so much and and so that it, it's it makes a lot of sense that that's why they try to use lethal force on black people but not on white nationalists attacking the capital it all it, it's all right there. It's right there. I'm tapping it. It's an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. That's in my that's in my trivia too. I think I. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, uh, all right. Uh, Fuck. The opening scene. Uh, I I think that the the opening scene definitely is like a hook, but it's it it goes on for so goddamn long. It works. It's great. But um, for for me, like maybe it's just because I've watched it so many times. But it the just gets one of those things that you have to like. Get there here. But do you guys think that the opening scene hooked you hooked you guys in, or, or was it kind of like a when are we going to get? Oh, to the so uh, wait, you mean the yeah, opening no, scene I, I where they, they were trying to stop the, the black Helsing hole scene. that opened yeah. the? Yeah, the hold Van on. Uh, trying to keep the mummy from coming out. And getting hundreds of years ago, the Helsings yeah. blew it, and then the Eye of Agamotto did a roll with wild magic to open a black hole, and that's then the science one. was real and monsters were not. All of a sudden, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was definitely uh, interested uh, because. 
I have a commitment to the Beetle Bros podcast, and we're doing something different that isn't that, but... <laughs> No, 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 for sure. I'm contractually obligated to be interested in the subject matter. Exactly. No, that is uh, somewhat true. But um, what really hooked me was uh, so the the Van Helsings and Castlevania, like the the Belmonts, are supposed to be the Van Helsing family sort of parallel there. So that, of course, got me from the start. I grew up on the Universal Monsters, and I knew that this was basically, you know, the Hillhurst Monsters, but if they got a movie instead. Um, so I was, of course, interested in that, like every single Universal Monster movie. Like, fuck, like, that's... <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking shit, dude. Shit, honky, that's all you yeah. needed to say with mayonnaise. <laughs> I actually hate uh, mayonnaise. Right. So, I'm very not white uh, of me. Most handsome guy, most attractive chick. Uh, this like Wait, is this uh, a thing this podcast does? Uh, yeah, usually. Well, usually they're not. It's fair to both. Mostly kids. We can't do that. Like no, uh, like not like right now. But like for our <laughs> podcast, no. That, no wonder that. that's not no, even no, something we remote. <laughs> <laughs> We're so we used arrested to be, like, for doing that. <laughs> don't even consider I mean, sexualizing these characters. Even this movie. Like the sexualized characters are still like what fourteen and fifteen. Yeah, the virgin say, is supposed to, to be a virgin, and she's not even legally an adult. She's not even. Yeah, we have either. the cop and his wife. Are those the two? I was about to say. Mummy? I was like my most handsome man. That's gonna be my boy Dell. Yeah, it's a little good man right there. I don't know what I don't know what her problem is with that marriage. There, she's got, I mean, look at. Her. I mean, okay, if we're if we're doing this archaic, materialistic bullshit kind of something that just I can objectify people, see. damn it! <laughs> you objectify me all the fucking time. <laughs> Shut up, guy. That's like literally the same color as his background. Not wallpaper, uh, but I, uh, paint. Sorry, I was trying to make a good insult. I can't because I just, I, I don't have anything bad to say about you. <laughs> oh yeah, no, like if the light bounces. No, off, you're you're really white. I don't know. That's the only thing I can go off of. Yeah, like, I'm a little red. Cameron's a little pink. White. You're really white. Fuck. <laughs> I, I think. Dell's definitely my vote for the most handsome fella. I would almost say that the mom is the is like the female the, star of the show. She's definitely the hottie McThotty. Um yeah. the, she's the one that did the oh, I don't want to go to the marriage counseling and then yeah. like, oh my god, I saw this guy transform into a bat and fly away. It's that chick, right? Yes. Yeah. She's all, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Which she's yeah. right for wanting the like. Obviously, they have trouble. They need couples therapy. Like they need to. And like he obviously like if, if this was a bullshit. If this was a realistic story, she would have a lot more of a case. But it's like literally, he's like, okay, I literally got a call from a crazy guy saying he's gonna harm our son, and he's not yeah. in our house. 
So like, <laughs> like, yeah. What am I gonna yeah. do besides check that out? Like, it. it I understand it, what they're yeah, playing for, and he could do. very well be a terrible husband. I'm not saying like that redeems him in the eyes of the Lord. Like, he definitely seems busy. A lot of cops do. A lot of cops for are. God. They for do. God, like, I, I'm not trying to simplify anything here. Like, he's a cop. It's he a had a job to do. It's, it's kind of crazy. But like she's definitely the femme fatale of this movie. Yeah, yeah I agree. I would say uh, actually, technically, the femme femme fatale of this movie would have been the five year old. But whatever. True. Well, mm. She did. I mean, she, she did cause what she does. Know, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I keep that she knows how to put an Avengers level threat on this earth. Yes. <laughs> Uh, uh, best song and 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 did the score set the mood? I think it one hundred percent is like a eighties yes. soundtrack. Uh, Rock until you drop is the song we get during the montage. Yeah. Uh, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. Track. I love Rock it. Me. It's one hundred percent my favorite song. Uh, the montage theme is really good too, but it's Which, definitely uh, got like a Goosebumps theme vo- or not Goosebumps, uh, Ghostbusters theme. Michael yeah. Cimello, it recaps the story. Is who did uh, uh, until you drop? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I don't it, think that was Bruce. It's so Bruce's great. score was good. I thought uh, the initial one um, did kind of set the mood pretty well. I think my favorite bit from the overall actual like score was probably the music playing as uh, <laughs> I'm trying to do a podcast. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> as oh, they're sorry. raising uh, Frank- Frankenstein's coffin up out of the swamp, like the music yeah. as it's swollen while it's lifting up out. Kind of like mixing Dude, with the bubbles such, and everything. It was a quadruple and whammy. Then, and especially because it was the reveal for Gilman as well. Was him yeah, you had Gilman and out. Frankenstein. It was like, oh, yeah. something's out of the water. It's the casket that says Frankenstein. And then it's like, what's holding that? The Gilman. And they had like the musical things. And it's like the whole the, the two other plot things that... Yeah. Sorry, I should have I, I interjected just, with. Oh, no, you're fine. I just I was like, I just thought it was really cool. See, I thought the music did a really good job in that one. That was probably my favorite bit of the actual the score. Music. That wasn't like the music music, like rock until you drop. Or, yeah. You know, the, outro it, the music things. for this was so much better than uh, Santa with muscles. And like Santa <laughs> with muscles could have had some bomb ass music. I could have. Uh, all right. Could have so, had the holster singing. <laughs> was it scary? No, I'll just do it. The yes. scariest part, as I explained earlier, the scariest part to me was so the either. mummy. Yeah, it was the mummy. Even when I saw it when I was younger, so, I don't think it was ever scary. Yeah, that's the. I I try. I was like, all right, give it a chance. I saw it when I was twelve. Do I remember it being scary? Think back to that, and I was like, no, I don't think so. And I was like, well, yeah. what if you were twelve in eighty-seven and you didn't grow up like me and you hadn't seen uh, Alien and The Shining <laughs> and all of that by the time you were twelve already? So I was like maybe but you're gonna have to be like even the, a kid in the 80s is gonna have to be like eight for it right. to scare him but it, it was just fun P- plus it's a horror comedy movie like it's it's more fun i would say than it is scary by every stretch yeah but not bad yeah i loved it i loved it i loved it as a kid i remember really liking it and i just loved it again now so yeah uh, does it, so it would you say it holds up today? I you guys, yeah. I yeah, mean, it's so I feel like saying, it would probably have done better if it came out kind of at the time. It probably would have made that 12 million back. Sorry, it's a preferential statement. Does it yeah. work today? Because this is 18 years or wait, uh, 18 six, years uh, ago, this is 2002. 
<laughs> this came out 94, 96? 87. 87. 87. God damn it, I'm so bad. So this You're came out uh, 14? <laughs> huh? Oh, I'm so bad at math. I'm, I'm a little drunk. Um, but no, so so we're more than a decade <laughs> after the fact. You can't really hold it to similar standards. You have to kind of have a perspective on life. Like, if if you're somebody who just like has been enjoying the top movies every year that they've come out in your life, it's like, no, of course not. You're gonna think this is a really weird movie. What was the number one movie of '87 to get like a palette of the '87 movie goers? <laughs> Back to the Future Two or a Star Wars movie? I bet you're probably right. You it real quick. Um, so the top grossing movies, the top grossing movie of '87 was Beverly Hills Cop Two. Oh, that yeah, that makes and sense. Like Lost Fable Boys also came out in '87. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, first lethal Nick? weapon did the first lethal weapon uh came out oh, in 87 okay. platoon Ooh, mel gibson coming into his own stuff like yeah. that the untouchables god i love that movie yeah, so, yeah I, I i don't know if this would have been also the first it, uh, it was kind of a blockbuster year but also it was surrounded the by the Turbo likes Cup of back to the future Cup. terminator alien like all sorts of shit like that like god not yeah, even no, close to full metal oh yeah like it would be like whenever Inception came out, and it's like, all right, what what movies came out the year after that? <laughs> right. So uh, let's go ahead and jump over to a recycle, rewind, or remake. Uh, Is it? I'm sorry, ever? I did not do my homework because the mobile <laughs> version of finding these show notes ended up in literally. That was pretty funny. Everything it was one everything. line of letters. The first paragraph was like, "All right, recap. What did we do this week?" Or like whatever it was, whatever the wording is. And it was like, "Okay, I read that," and then every single fucking <laughs> thing after that was all right vertically. One letter, just <laughs> one line the whole way through. I could have probably printed off thirty pages yeah. just from that because it was like love Google Docs all the way right. So I don't know anything about this show really. I I meant I meant to <laughs> we, watch uh, an episode, but I think we depression and workforce. We missed a couple we, questions. Let's see which so, one. I'm sure we kind of, we covered a few as we were talking about the other stuff. So I kind of skipped around. I know we talked about the cinematography. Right. Uh, did you? Uh, so we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll go I ahead. Really and, like uh, it's kind of like a Ron Howard movie, a little yeah, bit with the cinematography in some way. Some ways. Uh, well, I, um, did you say a Ron Howard movie? Kind of a little bit, in like some hmm. in some instances. Uh, more of the like slice of life stuff that was kind of happening at the beginning made me think of that. Um, the so I looked I looked it up to see if um, the the cinematographer had any other work that was kind of similar to that that would like confirm my thoughts. Um, I couldn't really find anything else he did that I was super aware of, except he did the cinematography for the first Tremors movie. Oh, <gasps> okay. And I was like, Kevin Bacon movie automatically it, makes kinda. it a footloose. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, there was that. Um, there was also, uh, did we like the premise? Yeah. Um, which I love. I think, yeah, I guess technically I we that's right. covered that. We yeah, were pushing about, yeah. And then um, yes, yes. probably, but I didn't, I didn't really mention my best scene. Um, or at least my favorite scene. I definitely think it was the scene where they were talking with the scary German guy uh, in his yeah. house, and he was having he was like reading out, you know, the Van Helsing journal and all of that. 
um and you find out he's like the holocaust survivor yeah no that wasn't cool i i was like (laughs) Uh, all right cool scary german guy and then all of a sudden it's like I was <laughs> like, oh man, he's, he's probably like, like uh, 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 you know, like a bad guy. And then as soon as I postulated that, his arm gripped the doorway and you see his tattoo. And I'm like, oh my God, I, <laughs> so I am the this. worst person <laughs> to exist on this planet. And in between, like, Hitler's <laughs> dead, Stalin's dead. Here I am, just defensive <laughs> as can be. <laughs> It's like pull. No, I wanted to die. <laughs> but so um, during that scene, I thought it's about really it sad. Well. Um, I was, I was it's really sad. It is pretty. It is really sad. Um, like, it's, about it's, it's way more sad than any other aspect of the movie. Like, how yeah. do you get worse than? Oh yeah, I was in a concentration camp. In fact, do you want to see my tattoo? And when like, you look at like, God plot, damn it. summaries of it too, they really it's it's a prevalent part that they talk about in all the plot stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's a really important part of the movie. And I was wondering about this. So in uh and you've seen F is for Family. I don't know how much of the show you've watched, Cameron. Is I is Otto love that your finger points actually pointed actually towards Cameron. Cameron? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do um, you see that too? Are we in the same configuration, Cameron yeah, yeah. in top left? Yeah. I see it. Yeah. yeah, I see it. I was wondering, is Otto, is Otto, their German neighbor from F is for Family, is he a reference to Monster Squad? Because literally, they all think he's the scariest thing ever. And then he's, he reveals that he actually was like a Holocaust survivor and everything. No. It's very, very uh, similar. It's not a unique trope is the problem. Yeah. Uh, it, like, it, it, so a Family Guy, you remember, they do the same thing. Well, Family Guy, actually, they do, they they do the same thing, but flip it on its head, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's not Bradley, uh, specifically I guess kind of, that. Yeah. I guess I should have. Well, Boo Radley, Boo Radley is like, a white nationalist that somehow freeing slaves no. or something. Boo Radley's a nice guy. He just wants to be left alone. <laughs> that was the trope I was going for. I was like, yeah, that fucking Nazi Boo Radley in the book, in the book that took place in the fucking early ass 30s. <laughs> All right, so let's jump over. Yeah. Recycle, rewind, or remake. Uh, I'm honestly <laughs> going to go ahead and just say that I think this movie deserves a remake. Uh, really, I I think it has enough of a cult following that it deserves. No, like a, I think it I think it could make for like a like a TV series instead of a film, not like the Netflix. Re- oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Like, oh, what the fuck? Why did it lock the screen? So, like, <laughs> do, you, do you hear me? Do you guys still yeah, hear me? You're yeah. still there. Okay. Okay. Oh, what the. F- <laughs> fuck is happening okay sorry sorry oh man it's gonna be so good no i love that <laughs> delicious yeah i i think and it's probably just me and it's I'm, I'm sure it's my my bullshit on uh like i just want more universal want another beetleborgs <laughs> that's true too i just want more universal because like every time we get it it's bullshit and this is like universal monsters without being universal monsters and that's the best way to do a universal monsters reboot is to do it as legally distinct from universal i would say yeah that's that's probably the best way to go about it than rather 
trying to get like the actual lore of the original characters. Yeah, and, and, and maybe not like a to it a verbatim reboot in the way that Brian is in my story. like Friday the Thirteenth or uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street or something gets a reboot every now and then. Uh, but but more in like this premise getting used again and getting uh, what you know, premise is this? The premise of like having kids gather together to fight off like classic monsters, and it could even be. I mean, you could so do like, like Ernest scared scoops, scared stupid, yeah. scared yeah, that, stupid. That kind of uh, like trope premise type thing. I think that that could translate to a like a, a fun mini series or TV series or something now. Or like a Hollywood it'd be good omens, but like Teen Titans. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. I mean, so yeah, no, I think I'm with you. I, I think a remake uh, as a show or a miniseries or something like that would probably do pretty well. Like a like a Monster Squad TV, just WandaVision. You know, yeah, <laughs> honestly, so Teen Wolf didn't need a show. It didn't. Yeah. It it really didn't. Monster Squad could have used a show. And even doing it in the vein of, um, I know you said WandaVision, but in the vein of, of current shows that are coming out, uh, Cobra Kai. Okay. Uh, pulling, sure. pulling from a similar era of source material, but Hold doing on, a I don't, like that I, and I, even covering the kids now and bringing some of them in, uh, like, where are they now type thing, saying. <laughs> And and showing, uh, you know, what have these kids grown up as? Like, are they? Is it like the like the third Lost Boys movie, where right. as uh, yes, it is, but like, are they the conch? So it isn't hunters. Like, it is you know, or something like that. Or are they like, uh, you know, is it like Cobra Kai and they're kind of washed up or successful in their own rights, but they've kind of put that past behind them and they have real lives now and it, it gets brought back, you know, something, yeah. maybe not Dracula, right. but some monster comes in or, or a Nosferatu with a hash sling slasher. Yeah. One of those guys. Um, all right. So our rating for this movie, I'm obviously going to be super biased, but how many out of five bloody VHS tapes are you guys going to give this? Uh, Nick, you want to go first? first? I have so much to do really get to the whole thing. So <laughs> I, so, um, I mean, I mean, I'm going to be partially biased myself having watched it as a kid, but I think I forgot enough about it and had to re kind of refresh. And I like it enough still now that I'm genuine. I'm willing to give it. It's not flawless. It's not perfect. There's still like a couple of, of, of holes in the writing a little bit, especially when it comes to the tertiary characters that aren't like the, the main characters. They can be kind of written a little dumb <laughs> to be honest. Like even after I praised it for being like the adults actually take it seriously, the main character adults take it seriously. The tertiary characters around every are idiots. So well, <laughs> we see the main actually useful character is like, "Hi, my introduction is smoking a cigarette. I'll be performing shop this episode." Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty um, much. So. <laughs> I, 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 I can't go to a five for four bloody VHS tapes from. Yeah. The, yes. Ryan out of out of five bloody VHS tapes. I uh, hold on now. So we, okay. Okay. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want a context of what they're, uh, of what some fear? So uh, the shining is a five. What's 
The Shining is a five. Yeah, what, I might have to go. Down. What? What is their? I don't know how to phrase this. What's their actual rating? I don't like. It's very vague. It's I, very I primal. It's like our. I'm like, it's, it's just, I understand that, but like they're putting this shining at a five out of five. If we had a shining episode, it would probably be eight point five to nine and a half to that out of ten. Like it, it's each other, like each other's it's, rating. It's a line. different scaling system. I'm trying to figure out what exactly we're pulling yeah, the value. From the works that we're evaluating. That's fair. Cameron, do you have an example of like a three so we can see what? Uh, I don't know if I've. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Three to four and a half. Like anything between those ranges would be a. And in the end, it's very fair. Uh, to teach yeah, I mean, Exactly. <laughs> like, I, it, <laughs> our, our rating of this is going to be totally subjective to us and not. Yeah. It's like it'll be completely different experience with yeah. so you know what? Ooh, you know okay, what? so yeah, I'm taking a firm stance. There's four bloody fantastics. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not just I'm totally fine with giving it a four. Uh, like, I really like this movie, and having not watched all the other movies that they've watched for Gordon Moore, but having watched Beetleborgs all the time and watched a shit ton of Universal Monster movies and, and movies that, that play off of that legacy. I think this is in the top of if you're going to go with movies that play on that that specific legacy and those tropes, I think this is top tier for me in that. And it definitely has like a unique cult following along the lines of like oh, yeah. Lost Boys and its sequels. But I, I think a four out of five is totally justified. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. It's like, what are we actually what's our end game like we're not snapping to restore humanity what's, so, what, what, what's the point of me pretending that i'm not looking directly at whomever watches this could be anybody we're at 13 views to thirteen thousand views it's a rough estimate but like if I were to just look in my camera and record something, there it is. But now we're on the Beetle Bros thing, evaluating it. Just give so me a many, So how many uh, a VHS thing tapes out of five, Brian? <laughs> how many flabbers out of five? How many flabbers that make you more comfortable this movie? <laughs> I don't have, I don't have, I, 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 I wish I had uh, gone through their catalog enough to get a one, two, three, and four. So, uh, so. Cameron heard me the, recommend the voting the method is out of VHSs, right? Yeah. And it's out of how many? Five? Five. Five. And uh do do you have any uh, of what anything scales at right now? The, the only one I can remember off the top of my head is that the shining's a five. It's the one I listed. Shining's a five. Rightfully so. Okay. So disappointment is something I can definitely purvey. That's a <laughs> knock at your five for The Shining, by the way. Great story. The movie's not as great as the novel. You should always have room for improvement. I'm sorry. But uh, so I'd put this at a three and a half to four. I want to put 3.75, maybe a four, not three, three and a half. Okay. Three and a half. 
No, that makes sense. And and like, especially with you guys having not seen the movie ever before. Well, like it, Nick has smiled point and you've never right. seen no, it. Seen this like, movie before. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely are gonna have the you objective <laughs> view of sorry of, to have uh, delayed that. You're fine. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um Okay, so TJ Bossman, you're gonna have to help me out help me out with announcing the uh, next episode. And where it's available. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry, I'm still adjusting to this setup of all these views everywhere. Where did that go? All right. So, yeah, TJ is going to have to help out with the announcement of uh, next episode. What will be on next week after this airs. Uh, I know that for uh, the Big Bad Beetle Bros, we've super appreciated being on uh, this we've loved participating with uh, <laughs> Pod Swap. It's been a fun project. Uh, it's been great. Yeah, it's. I, uh, I kind of can't wait to see how Comics and Kai do's, does with ours. Yeah, it's it's definitely no for sure. I was thinking about that earlier, and it's like yeah. okay, for as excited I, as I am to watch our own episode this next week or whenever this airs, it's like I can't imagine how much they're going to hate how <laughs> we ruin your format and i apologize <laughs> deeply i i just want to die don't blame me i tried once it didn't work out so here we are is this hell did we make it no no it's not <laughs> hell, hell is actually I'm not home, fun for me <laughs> fair enough uh all right, yeah. So huge thanks to the Gordon Moore crew for letting us take over their podcast for the week. Thank you, boys. Uh, huge thanks to the C and K crew for taking over Beetle Bros uh, for an episode. I apologize for what we're going to put you through. You uh, can't do any worse than us, so don't worry. <laughs> right. It's not physically possible. Go down. Um, all right. So thank you guys so much. Uh, tune in next week for the new episode, and your usual crew will be back. Uh, and your airwaves will be returned to their non-disturbed, non-Beetleborgified state. You'll get actual TJ instead of two budget TJs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, alrighty. With that, I've been Cam. I've been Nick. And I've been Ryan. And we've been Gordon Moran. Moran Bros. Come on, it was right there. Beautiful.